Hi, I'm Tiffany Roten, and this is Happy Young Adults, Episode 18, How to Stop Stressing About What People Think. Welcome to Happy Young Adults. I'm Tiffany Roten, owner of Direct Your Life Coaching. I'm a huge fan of young adults, a mother of five, four of which are young adults, a lover of everything outdoors, and a certified life coach. I'm here to give you tools to feel better, to be more confident, to feel less stress in your life, and to help you look to your future with confidence and excitement. Let me help you learn to become a happy young adult. Hi, gang. How is everybody? You know, is listening to these podcasts helping you to think differently about you and your life? Well, I really hope so. I don't make any money from doing these podcasts at all. And it takes a fair amount of time to put these together, but I do it because it helps people. And whether you're my client or not, that's my goal is to help young adults. If something that I say helps you to change something in your life and feel better, then I have achieved my goal. So one of the big aha moments that I had when I was in life coach school was understanding this whole idea of why we worry so much about what people think and why does it really matter what they think? But it's amazing how, how much this one principle really drives so many of us. We go to great lengths to try and be perceived a certain way or to have people like us or have people want to be around us. And so we oftentimes are not very true and authentic to who we are. And we literally alter our lives to be what everybody wants us to be. And quite frankly, it's exhausting. I know because I've done it. And I've spent so much of my life just trying to please people and trying to, you know, manipulate what people think of me. So when I learned these principles in life coach school, it changed everything for me. And I felt so much more freedom. And it's honestly something that I still have to keep practicing, but I'm getting better the longer I'm at it. So I want to talk for a minute about why we worry so much about what people think about us. Well, I think for the most, for most of us, this starts because we don't really know who we are ourselves and we don't have very much confidence in ourselves. So we're looking outward to other people to tell us who we are or what we're good at. And kind of they, we allow other people to create our identity. The problem with this is that they're coming from a totally different place than we're coming from. And their attitudes and opinions and perceptions of life are so different than ours. And yet we give them the power to judge us based upon so little information. And somehow we value what they have to say or what their judgment is over our own. Isn't it interesting? Doesn't it seem kind of silly? But we all do it, me included. If someone thinks something of us, then suddenly we're worried or we we think that what they said is true. So I want to give you a couple of examples of this. So I'll never forget in seventh grade, I was in a class they used to call home economics. I don't even think they have that anymore. 
But for some reason, and I have absolutely no idea to this day why this had to do with home economics, but this lady was invited to come and tell us kind of what our body shape, our facial shape, what colors look good on our skin tone and all these different things. And we were all really excited as little seventh grade girls for this lady to tell us what colors we should wear that match with our skin tone and it looks so good on us and how we should do our makeup and our hair based upon our facial shape. And now that I think about it, it almost irritates me that we did this, but whatever, that was a long time ago. So when it came to my turn and we would sit in this chair and this lady would take a look at us. Okay. And so she did, I sat down and she took a look at me to kind of tell me what she thought. And she started out. The first thing she said to me was, Oh my, your face is so round. She said it kind of like that. So this was her perception. And she made it sound to me as if having a round face was somehow bad. So I immediately as a, you know, probably a 12 year old girl, I took my round face as being something that was bad. And I literally have spent the rest of my life worried about this one thought this woman had about my face shape. She also proceeded to tell me that the, you know, what colors I should wear and what colors I shouldn't wear. And I still remember to this day so vividly the color that she said I shouldn't wear because I'm a brunette with a certain kinst skin tone. And I remember one of those specifically was yellow. Do not wear yellow with your skin tone. So what have I done basically until I'm into my forties? I've only worn the colors this lady perceived that I should wear. And I've kind of stayed away from the other things she said. Isn't that so sad? I let one lady's opinion determine how I've cut my hair so that my face looks more elongated because she said that's what we're striving for how I've worn my clothes, what color I've worn, um, how I've worn my makeup, because she said I needed to make my eyes look bigger, and how I perceived myself since I was in seventh grade was due to a lot to this one woman. Now, those of you that are listening are probably thinking, Tiffany, that's ludicrous to let someone do that. But how often do we do that as humans? Why did I value her opinion over my own opinion? Well, it was because partly I did, I don't think I knew who I was. And so I was waiting for someone else to tell me who I was. And the biggest mistake I made is that when they told me, I actually believed them. And by the way, my facial structure and my makeup and my clothing and the colors I wear has absolutely nothing to do with who I am. Now, I want to tell you another problem that we have when it comes to worrying about what other people think. The way that we look at people, how we perceive people, how we judge people is going to be the way we think other people look at us and judge us. So I kind of want to do this activity with you because I think it's really helpful when you start to realize, you know, what is really going on. I know when I did this activity, it really helped me. So I want you to sit down and I write, I want you to write down 10 ways in which you think people judge you. And if you need to pause this so you can do that, that's great or do it later. But okay, maybe you think that they judge you because you're too short. 
or you're too fat, or you're not cool enough, or you're not fun, or maybe it's you're a slob, or you're not smart enough. And all of these things are things that we perceive about ourselves. So when I made this list, I'll tell you some of the things that I thought about myself that I thought people were thinking when they were looking or judging me. Now, granted, I did this when I was about 45 years old. And so it's going to be different than for you as young adults, obviously. But I want to kind of give you a taste of why it's so important to understand this. So these are some of the things that I came up with. I believe that when people looked at me, they thought, wow, she has big legs. Or um, I thought they were judging me. Like if they came to my house and it wasn't looking just so, then they thought I was a slob or I was a lousy housekeeper. I thought that people, you know, or, you know, would think, oh, she's not a very good life coach or she talks too fast or I, I don't know what I thought. Um, I have always kind of thought that people think I'm a snot, like that I carry myself as a snot. Um, I've had an idea that I wasn't funny enough or I'm not friendly enough. I struggled with beliefs that no, nobody really wants to be my friends or hang out with me, that people judge me because um, of how many children I have. I have five and people think I'm a nut job. And the last thing I was thinking of is some people are just like, wow, she just doesn't really have any talents or any gifts or anything. This is my perception of how people look at me. Now, when I look back at this list, I can see really clearly that these things are things that I actually think about myself. I've always thought that I have too big of legs. I've always believed that people don't think maybe I'm a, a good enough life coach. I've thought that other people think I'm a snob, even though really I knew inside I'm just a little bit shy. And so I'm not super outgoing when I get in social situations. I, you know, I believe that people didn't think I was funny enough or to hang, you know, fun to hang around with. And, you know, I believe that sometimes I might've had too many kids. And according to everybody else in the country or the world, five kids is crazy to have because most people have one to two children. And so other must, people must be thinking that of me. So here's why this is important to understand. For the most part, I don't think people actually are thinking these things about me at all. My experience is, for, for the most part, that people are so self-involved in themselves and in their own lives that they really don't care about what other people are necessarily doing. I'm not sure people are walking in the store, walking down the aisle going, wow, that girl, got, that, that girl has really big legs, right? They're, they don't care. They're thinking about their own things and their own problems. So this was just the perception I had of myself, which then I pushed onto other people and believed that they were also perceiving me the same way I perceived myself. Does that make sense? So what really is the truth then? You know what, guys, if you were to see me and most people don't see me, I'm just a voice on a podcast. I really don't have big legs. Like I, I, I really don't have super big legs. I actually adore my five children and I'm so glad that I had so many children. I mean, they came all over on Sunday for some, some family dinner. 
because I have four of my five kids gone now and it was a total blast and party. We get laughing our heads off and we have the funniest conversations and there's just lots of people and I love lots of people around and I just am so glad that I had five kids. I know it's not for everyone, but I love it for me. I actually think I'm a really great friend and that I actually do have a lot of friends. I also know that if I walk in a room and I'm not super friendly, I understand it's because I'm a little shy and it has nothing to do with me being a snob. I don't think I'm better than other people. If anything, I think the opposite. So when I really start to recognize and understand the real truth about these things and realize this is all just a bunch of junk in my head that I've told myself and that I worry that other people think these same things when they really don't. All it's doing is creating less confidence, less self-esteem, and I think of myself less. Isn't that interesting? So how do we change this? Well, first of all, we have to look at how we're looking at ourselves and stop judging ourselves so harshly and telling our thing, telling ourselves all the things that we hate about ourselves and all the things we don't like. And we start learning to have thoughts that are loving and compassionate to ourselves that help build our self-esteem. And I know for some of us, that's really hard to do, but it just starts little by little by little. We just find a few things that we're like, you know, I've told lots of my clients, it started for me when I started learning to build confidence in myself and in how I looked, it started with, wow, I really like my eye color. Because for me, I was had a hard time finding lots of things that I loved in my, about myself in the beginning. But the more I practiced, the better I got at it. So that's kind of what we have to do for ourselves. But the more confident we become in ourselves, then the less we care what other people think or say. We just, it, it just doesn't bother us because we're, we're secure in ourselves. And I realize this is kind of a lifelong pursuit, but the more we practice, the more we get better at it. So if I were to take 10 people and ask them all these same five questions, I would get so many different answers. So I want you to think about this for a minute. If I were to ask you this, what is beautiful to you? What is success? to you? What makes people attractive to you? What is too skinny or too fat for you? What makes you like a person or want to be friends with someone? And again, guess what? If, if, if we'd get, if I ask 10 different people, I get 10 different opinions and perceptions on what is beautiful with each person or what is attractive or what makes you like a person, right? I have friends who were always attracted to blonde, blonde guys, others who were always attracted to brunettes and some like redheads. And some of us like outgoing people and some of us like really chill people. And some of us really, um, like smart people and some are really intimidated by smart people. Some believe that success is really all about money and other believe it's all about accolades and degrees and other people think it's just having a great family. And still others believe it's traveling the world. Do you see that? We all have different ideas and perceptions and none of us are right or wrong. It's just how we see the world. Well, so where do all these perspectives come from then that we all have? 
Well, a lot of them come from our upbringing, from the culture we lived in, our kind of environment we were raised in, what was sort of important and emphasized in our upbringing, what our beliefs are, and so many other things. So when we try and control the way that people think about us, not only are we not being genuine and transparent, but we're literally trying to manipulate the way that people think about us or see us. We all do this, but even when we try, we cannot force people to believe what we want to about us. They are going to have their own perceptions based upon their own views and their own ideas of the world and of life. So when I was a young adult, I spent so much time trying to be what everybody wanted me to be. If I listened to the right music, if I wore the right clothing, if I was doing all the quote, right things in my life, studying the right major, doing what everybody else was doing or what the world said, hey, this is what you got to do to be cool. And then I was hoping that people would think I was pretty and smart and successful and stylish. And really more than anything, I just wanted to be needed and acceptable and worthy. But the problem is when everyone has different opinions on what those acceptable and worthy things are, then how are we ever going to please anyone? And more importantly, why do we think we need to? So I get it. We, we, it's a human nature thing for us to really want to all belong, to feel apart, to be admired, to feel worthy and valued and enough. So what if we just worked on loving ourselves and who we are? And then no matter what other people think, we're just worthy. We just believe we're worthy. We believe we have value. We believed we're loved. When people make comments, we can just smile and let them think what they want because we have our own truth and we know what we believe. Then we let them decide what beautiful is because we know what true beauty is. And, you know, for me, I believe and I've come to believe that true beauty is really found in people's eyes and in people's hearts, not in people's bodies. Bodies change over time. I'm, let me tell you, I'm 48 years old. My body has changed. I do not have the body I did when I was 20. And if I really believed that my worth was found in my body, then I'm always going to be trying to be something I'm not. As they say, beauty is really in the eye of the beholder. What one person thinks is beautiful, another person has a totally different idea. And you know, it's interesting when I see couples together, I always wonder what drew them to each other. And I think oftentimes it's not what we think it is. So I want you to start paying attention to how you look at people, how you judge people, because we all do it, and how you perceive things. And then I want you to pay attention because that is usually how we think others are looking at us. But that's only our perspective and it doesn't take into any account their perspective, right? Now, there's another part of this that I want to talk about because it's really helped me. And that is that every person on the planet has different thoughts, ideas, beliefs, likes, and dislikes. I'm not for everyone. And that's okay. You are literally talking to one of the biggest people pleasers ever, but I like to call myself a recovering people pleaser. I spend so much of my life worrying about what people think and trying to please people. And you know, it's exhausting. 
So there's this awesome lady. Her name is Jody Moore. She's a very famous life coach. She has an awesome podcast and she's, she's just awesome. I've listened to her for years and, and actually she's the reason I I decided to become a life coach and go to life coach school. But she coined this phrase that she says all the time that helps her not worry so much about what people think. And it is, I'm not for everybody. Some people are going to love me and some people are going to hate me. And it has absolutely nothing to do with me and everything to do with them and how they perceive things. As a coach, I'm not going to be for everyone. I have clients that absolutely love me and that I have completely helped them to change their lives. And I have others who kind of are like, yeah, I'm not interested. And you know what? It's okay. I'm not for everybody. So the last thing that I want to talk about is this. Why do we want people to think so highly of us? Have you ever really thought about that? I had a client recently tell me that they want to go into a specific career. And so when I asked them why, they said, well, because it then if people see me here, if they see this and see that I'm in this profession, they're going to think I'm successful and that I've made something of myself and that I'm, I'm just, I'm pretty amazing. Why do we need people to think that about us? Why do we care so much? Well, because if people think we're great, this is what a lot of us think. If people think we're great, then maybe we can have permission to think we are great. Do you see that it is it is so that we can have permission to think something good about ourselves instead of just believing it already? So we wait for someone else to tell us that so that we can feel like we're good at it. But the truth is, no matter what, we can believe we are successful regardless of what people say, right? And the way that we do that is we create lots of thoughts and ideas that we think that allow us to feel successful. So I want to tell you one more story from my life. From the time literally I could almost walk, I was singing. My mom has pictures of me. This is hysterical. I know probably too much information here. But when I was a little girl and I was probably three or four years old, she cracked open the bathroom door because I would get up at the crack of dawn in the morning and I would sit on the toilet. Yes, I know. TMI. And I would sing at the top of my lungs half the time I woke up the house, but I loved music and I loved to sing. And as I grew and I learned, one of my favorite things was to go to my best friend's house because her dad had bought a karaoke machine. And that was the new thing of the time. I mean, now that's, everybody knows what a karaoke thing is, but at the time this was a big deal. And we would sing, oh, we'd spend hours singing to this. And I loved to sing. But what started happening was, is I started worrying about what people would think. And so as I sung and people would say, oh, good job. I would think to myself, oh, they're just saying that. They actually don't think I have a good voice. And so I grew up for so many years and I'd have people ask me to sing in periodic places or for like a wedding or something or in church. And I would sing But I always in the back of my mind was thinking they don't really think I'm that good. 
And what that line of thinking did for me is it all it did was make me not feel confident in my singing. And it didn't give me a lot of um, empowerment into going and doing that. And it wasn't until I was probably 35 years old that I had a friend invite me to be a part of a group that went around and did shows. And um, she's like, I have always loved your voice so much. And I really want you to be a part of this. And I was, I was flattered. And of course I thought, well, maybe if she thinks I have a good voice, then maybe I could believe that I have a good voice. So I started the group and I, I, you know, was kind of a little bit, I, I was not confident at all. I I'd stand up in these performances and I would sing, but I was always a little bit inhibited because I, I was a little worried about what everybody in the audience was thinking until I had people start coming up and they're like, Oh my gosh, I love your voice. Oh my gosh. It's so soothing. And, um, they would say, I I've had dozens of people now ask me, Hey, do you have a CD? Have you ever recorded? And all of a sudden, all these people started saying that I had a good voice. But do you see, I was waiting for everybody else to tell me I had a good voice. I couldn't believe it myself. But when I started learning this whole idea of me building my own self-esteem, I just suddenly one day said, I'm just going to believe I have a good voice and that people enjoy listening to me. You guys, it was a game changer. And really, honestly, I've never, ever had anyone come up to me personally and say, wow, the voice got to go like, chick, this is not good. I've always, you know, if people don't like it, they won't say anything and they'll usually leave the performance, not say anything. But my general experience has been that people really love it. And so now I just, when I show up to these performances, I just believe that I'm a good, that I have a good voice. And I mean, I've taken like 15 years of vocal lessons in my younger years. So why wouldn't, with all the training and all the experience I've had, why wouldn't I? But what that does for me is it allows me to just be confident. And then when I start these performances now, I am just like, yeah, I have a good voice. I know what I, I know how to do this. And um, I make people feel things as I sing. And that's so thrilling. And I'm just going to be thankful that I was blessed to have a good voice. And I'm not going to worry what people think anymore. I don't care. I really don't. I don't care if you think I have a good voice or not. And no, I'm probably never going to sing on this podcast. But if you beg me, maybe I would. I don't know. Anyway, too long of a story here. But I just want you to see that let's go ahead and just believe that we are great. Let's believe that there's value in us, that we are beautiful in our own very specific way. And let's not have to look to outward sources to believe that. Because again, this is only their perception. So I hope this has given you some food for thought. And I hope, I, I, my hope is that it will help you to see that all of this has to do with how we think about how we think people think about us. That's what it has to do with. Let's build up our own confidence. So we don't need other people to tell us that we're awesome. We can choose to just believe that we are. All right, guys, that's all I have for you today. 
But I want you to reach out if you struggle with this concept and you're like, oh my gosh, I just worry so much about what people think. Reach out to me. You can always go to directyourlifecoaching.com backslash contact. It'll lead you to a place you can have a free call with me and we can just talk about it and just help you individually figure this out. And if you don't want to come talk to me ever, it's fine. I hope the podcasts are helpful. I really hope that you'll share this with your friends. Anybody that you perceive that struggles with this, just share the podcast. It helps me so much to be able to reach more people. That's all. I'm not out to be famous or to make lots of money off this podcast. I'm I'm nothing more than just trying to help young adults feel confident, feel good about themselves, have direction in their lives, and just move forward learning and knowing how to be happy. That's the goal, guys. Well, that's all I have for now. Have an awesome week. See ya. Bye. Are you in need of a life coach? Everyone needs someone to talk to, someone who doesn't judge you, someone who is safe and listens to understand. What if that someone was me? If you want to find confidence, a new outlook, a new different way to look at your life, come please let me help you. I coach one-on-one over video conferencing, or I do group coaching. We can work on whatever struggles you are facing in your life right now. Go to directyourlifecoaching.com. But just a warning, you will never be the same again.